it's it's the coding that we're transferring to one another. We're activating one another. And the clearer that we can create that channel that, that goes from that circle into the polarity of the dance of, of expression, that's when we really can rise and um, activate our full responsibility within the creator consciousness. I am an empowerment coach. I am here to empower you to create the life that you want to live. Hello and welcome. This is Jamie Black. I am here to empower you to listen to your intuition, to quit your slave job, to be brave enough to figure out how to serve your sacred purpose. Welcome to the Silver Lake Priestess Podcast. I'm Jamie Black. I am here with Spirit of Sacred Art Alchemy, and we are so excited to be with you on the full moon for a live interview. Welcome, sister. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you. So excited to have you here today. So, everyone, um, while this, I, so in life, I actually met Spirit a few years ago, but when uh, we somehow got connected on social media and, you know, as we all do, and I just kept seeing her and I'm like, I know this person, I know this energy, I know this face. And then I started hearing her, I'd see some videos and it was just, it just something was activated inside of me when I heard your voice. And so we met, you know, we just kind of met once, you know, through a friend and I don't even remember how long our conversation was. So it wasn't some, one of those things where I know that I know this person, but my whole being is like, you know, this sister. And she's just, you know, she is, um, just resonating so deeply with me and um, just with the things that she's sharing. So anyway, I've been investigating her more deeply and checking out the different things that she's doing and the things that she's offering. And just this past weekend, not Sunday yesterday, but Sunday last or Saturday last week, actually came out to this amazing piece of property that she was doing ceremony on. And we had this incredible cacao ceremony and voice activation also with Lila. Um, we're going to have Lila too on the show. Um, but anyway, I had a powerful ceremony. It was everything that I needed so much last weekend. And so anyway, I got to know more about the things that this uh, sacred sister is offering. So we're just going to have her here and ask her to share with us all of the different cool, empowering things that she's doing and offering. And so anyway, we're just going to jump right in. So how are you feeling? Super good. Um, I, I want to start by just saying I'm, I'm devoted to being completely transparent in my process in stepping up into courageous action and, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's new, it's a, it's a new place, un, uncharted territory of really stepping up and being the face of the goddess, the, the power of, of this, um, rising. And, um, you know, it's a collective thing, yeah. <laughs> it's a personal collective thing, and we're here to have so much fun in it. So I just wanted to like drop myself, you and every soul family here into, um, just the presence and the, the, 
the calmness and bringing that, you know, connection in. So. Breathing in white light, releasing black smoke. I invite all of our angels, our guides, all the benevolent beings, everyone that has been a part of this journey to support this channel of awakening within me, within you, within our collective so that we may rise and play in the joy of our divine creation. Thank you for guiding us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for honoring our process of coming to you in our time. Thank you for the choice. Thank you for that. Thank you. So, Sacred Art Alchemy. This is the name of your work, your project. Please tell us what it is. Yeah, well, um, I guess it's always a good, a good place to start at the beginning. Hmm. Um, art has always been my shining star, my guidance into the truth, into the light, into the magic. And I've always done art ever since I was little. And it was always a portal that opened me up into my emotions really processing. I went through a lot of dark nights of the soul through my work and processing a lot of uh, pain and trauma. And, and as I deepened deep into, into this expression of healing through art, I, I, di I, I discovered and gave myself, I gave myself enough time to step out of what others thought that I should do or told me what I need to do with my art because it's so great and all this possibility is out there and the money and all the blah, 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 blahs and just trying to fit my, my creative expression into something that didn't quite fit. I, I, brought, I brought it into galleries, into museums, into, uh, into homeless shelters, into um, deserts, and none of it really felt completely aligned. It was my path to coming to this, but I knew that the art is not outside of me. It's not something I'm creating, and then it's this beautiful masterpiece, and it's not me. And the more that I realized that merging, the more that I stepped into the art and became a performance artist. So that definitely was part of the path of opening that up, but there was a moment where I was reaching, I was at the museum, the Long Beach Museum of, of Art, and I, and I was doing this really beautiful, powerful performance piece. And it was all wrapped up in my anger, my, my anger and, and the things that I didn't like about the world and what we're doing to the mother and how we're treating ourselves and how we're treating each other. 
And I was focusing on that. The piece was beautiful, but the, the intention within the piece was what I was realizing is actually raising up the vibration of that which I did not want. And I had to step off of the stage. I felt that I was on the stage. I felt separation from the viewer and the artist on the art itself. And I just completely stopped art all in general. I said, well, if, if I honor it, I honor it too much to put it on, on display like that. And my channel wasn't being focused in, in the way that I knew that I wanted to rise. I wanted to spell, you know, cast my expression. So, I'm just going to take a breath. <laughs> so, I basically stopped art, let it go completely. And I found this process to be a really a powerful way. It's, it's kind of a way of an Aries, definitely a lot of fire to completely swing on one side of the pendulum and basically die to everything I love and know to basically be reborn into the truth of all that is. And that courage of letting it go, that pain that that brought me was the, the fuel that I needed to really step into the light and the line of the work that I'm meant to do here, why I came here. And that brings me, that brings me to a deep remembrance of, of who I am and, and why I'm here. I come from a long divine lineage, an ancient lineage of divine dragons. <laughs> and we are here to protect magic, to protect sacred imagination, our power of intention, the mastery of our intention. And uh, the more I step into this knowing, this deep knowing that has shown me in so many magical ways as the art speaks, as spirit speaks to us, um, the more I, I let, let go, I let go and I become, I become what I need to be for you. I feel it. I feel that. And I, I have had my own experiences as, as an artist of needing to completely, um, let go, completely let it go, completely, uh, it's almost detached from what it is that you're putting out. Just let go of all of that so that you can become one with it. And it's not an easy experience and it's painful and you have identity crisis and all of this that comes along with that. And I've gone through that so many times. So mm -hmm. I'm feeling what you're saying. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's really at the heart of, of the truth of creation itself. Like a, art, art has been my guru my like highest guru that has taught me everything I need to know about life itself, about creation and the cycles that it moves through. It's like there, there is no wrong way. There is no one way of expressing or being, you know, cre creation itself, but it's that detachment that I am that I am that I am all of it. And there's no need for me to attach the ego into it because it 
only creates separation. The ego is here as a beautiful blessing for us to see one another, to, to experience ourselves through all of the different divine expressions of, of our truth. We get to play in this polarity, this beautiful expression of life. And, you know, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful loop. There's, there's this symbol that we all know, right? This, this figure eight symbol. And it's been guiding me a lot in life, uh, as, as it does to all of us, this, this beautiful encoding of symbols that, that help us connect to uh, a wider range of, of um, communication that is beyond this linear, um, beyond the linear plane. So the symbol of the figure eight basically represents uh, polarity, duality. We have the white, the black, the, the, the good, the bad, the dark, the, the light, um, the feminine, the masculine, right? The, the positive, the negative. It's all in here. And this is, this is our physical dimension, the spirit, the matter, right? And we are coming together in eternity. We're in this eternal loop with one another. And the most beautiful thing is that we're just in a, a little bit of a twist to allow this, this frequency of, of, of life to actually, you know, express itself. And when we untwist, when we, let's say, untwist the knot back into the wholeness, it brings it back into the center, into the freedom within the piece of, of the whole, of the circle. So just remembering that, that we get to play with this, and it always is, you know, the, the flow of what we, we can experience. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> you know, it's, we're just living in such a world, you know, talking about the art and it being something that's put out we're living in such a world where the focus is like what is being put out but it is the it is the artist okay so we all are the artist also that's part of life and the expression the the point of the art is for the creative expression of the self to expand and then and then your art serves others as as it's come through you as it's healed you and served you as it's come through and out of you then it is also you know meant in there for others to respond to it but that's this amazing thing about what's happening in this time right now it's really those who have been in touch with their creative creativity and really working on it that are the ones that are like offering really powerful work and transformation like and be able to like experience this art experience the transformation it's like there's sound there's movement there's um there's working with colors and maybe painting but like it's all of the things and that's what's like bringing all of our energy out so like in the very beginning you were talking about how it's just it, we're on the edge, like there's this, this time and it's like, it's everyone, everyone is, is being called to like ride their edge, step on their edge, speak their truth, which is part of it, be vulnerable, be exposed because this isn't like something that, you know, like we've been working on and like here we're going to present it. It's like the whole, this whole yeah, movie. are the things that we're working on. It's all of it. Yeah. yeah. 
And that is, it's so amazing. It's so amazing and it's so exciting. And I'm so, um, so really grateful to be here during this time and being able to experience myself in that way, but also being able to experience others in this way. Um, honestly, even just like doing this podcast, it just is like, it just came out. And then what's happening is like, I'm being activated by these different powerful women specifically that are doing this kind of work. And then I like connect with them and I go and I experience. And so anyway, this is all like so exciting. Yeah. Um, well, I like, I like what you're flowing in because it's, it's the coding that we're transferring to one another. We're activating one another. And the clearer that we can create that channel that, that goes from that circle into the polarity of the dance of, of expression, that's when we really can rise and um, activate our full responsibility within the creator consciousness. We are this divine light that is here to basically create anything that we want to. Anything that we want to. We have the power. But thank you, thank you, heavens, and to all of our beautiful angels and, and, and beings. They love us too much to give us a loaded gun. They just will not do that. Not yet. Because, <laughs> <if, laughs> you know... <laughs> if, if, we, if we could access all the power that we actually possess within ourselves, um, we won't be able to handle it at, at this moment, at this time, um, and we'll basically blow, blow ourselves, you know, up, and, and, mm -hmm. and we're doing it in a slow manner, but there's a, such a great force of polarity that's coming together and rising up, and it's like, it's like a, it's like a, almost like, a virus that has no cure <laughs> of, of light that is coming into this plane. And, um, you know, where the, the peace, the peace, oh, it's just like, okay, it's just, there's so much flying. It's like, okay, concentration and focus, um, <laughs> direction <laughs> and harmony flow. Okay. So our words, our words are very, very important, right? Wait, let me rewind a little bit. Everything is art. Everything is speaking to us. We're speaking through colors. We're, th we're speaking through the, the patterns, the symbols. There's the energy is, is using the senses to express itself. So we get to play in this um, co-creation with form, with these different energies. Because it's like, I like to use this example, like if you're, if you're paying attention to like what you're wearing or, or where you're going, who you're with, all of these things, these are the things that are going to realign us and readjust us. So if I'm wearing something like a suit and tie, well, it has to be a certain type of suit and tie, but and I put myself in an office space and do something physically that is not in alignment to my greatest soul's highest excitement, that power that was, is just vooming inside of me, that creative spark that said, yes, I want to come here and I want to be here and I am excited to share this creative expression. If I'm doing something that is out of alignment to that, it's alchemizing my frequency into a disharmony, basically. It's just a disharmony. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just, do you want to be in more harmony and vibrate at a higher level so that everything in our toroidal field, everything that we create in our sacred totem that we 
anchor into our frequency and align these energies are what is creating our reality. There's nothing outside of ourselves that is not happening within ourselves. That's, that's why as within, as without. So below, so above. Everything that's happening here energetically is happening up there energetically. So the work is always inside. The work is always within. So it brings me to this space where, you know, I work with words. And words are basically magical spells, right, that we're constantly casting on ourselves and each other. For a really long time, I had no fucking clue. (laughs) And I was just, like, feeling so you know, like, like, blah, like, I would feel depressed, I would feel like out of alignment, and I would just not understand, because I look, and I see around me, and I'm like, I should be really happy, I have a really good life, like, compared to a lot, I have a lot, and, and I should be grateful, but why, why am I feeling all of this depression, waves of depression that keep coming through, and I realize that I've been telling myself, all day long, all kinds of nasty things in my head. All of this self-doubt and these, these, pro, these are loops, these are sacred patterns that are looping within our mind. And we have the choice, we, were, we are given the choice to direct that pattern. This is why we came here, is to really slow down energy enough to be in a body, in a physical body, to even feel how it's moving and how it's flowing. Because when we get out of these bodies, it's going to get a lot harder. That's just what I know. I know that like, with the direction of our energy and flow is a training ground right now in our bodies. Our bodies are teaching us how to, the physical matter of this life is teaching us how to flow and be the master creator, the divine um, royalty of choice and, and really take ownership of, of what we are, are wanting, what kind of patterns we want to um, be. Mm-hmm. So there's an ancient there's an ancient uh, Aramaic word called uh, abracadabra, <laughs> and, and it's and it's basically uh, what it means is I speak, therefore I create. Hmm. I didn't know that's what that meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, some of the listeners also might know, but it's called spelling for reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah we just that's one of the words that we just use and like throw away right we don't even like think about it but there's in its intention even so if you think about when you're writing something you're thinking about how to spell it or you're thinking about what you're saying you know there's just very simple intention like that um but that's how you if you are right like when we write intentions for like a moon ceremony, or if we are um, even making our list of things to do, or if we're like creating like the next six months of our life, or for writing a spell, for writing um, something that we're going to like speak out loud, something that we're teaching, all of this, that we are creating the energy from that beginning point, but it's a full process. So the, the speech is just a continuation of that because it's, you know, it starts 
it brings it into the physical vibration. It's, yes. it's, it's holding the attunement. Our, our, our sounds are healing instruments of creation. So when, when we harness that guidance, we can, we can really create magic within our body with, as we attune our own vibration. So yeah. it, really, it really goes back to um, the inner and outer space because we come into this world and there's already all these codes that we're like dropped into. There's all these like um, uh, domestication that, that is happening that we're already intertwined with. And we learn these like patterns of like what we should be doing and we fall out of alignment of what is our truth because into another person's truth, right? Yeah. So taking that time to really go inward and shut everything out, all I needed was two weeks two weeks to just drop everything, drop all what I think I need or should do and just go inward. And I was in my studio and I was like, all I wanted to do is make altars and, and meditate and, and really come into the, the deep connection with form, with the spirit within the matter and, and really play within that space. And it just started guiding me deeper and deeper into the, into the truth into the truth of, of the magic that is here. And we, we, once, we, once we open these different doors within ourselves, it's like gifts and showers of gifts that just keep coming from, from us, from the divine. They, it just keeps giving us, but it, it's these stages that, that you get to move up in and, and dissolve, you know, dissolve what you think you know to really come out into the truth of what what is you it's all programming right i just uh, they were showing the matrix in the movie theater here in town the other night so um i love that i love that movie for the messages that are in it and it's such poetry what morpheus is saying it's just like all of that is still so applicable right now and it's true we come here and there's all sorts of programs that your parents are running that your ancestry has been running that your environment is running i live in hollywood so there's all kinds of that that's going on there's so much like commercialism there's so just yeah. all of that and so uh, also back to what you were saying about the intention it's like okay so some of us might be like well I want all those doors to open, but they're not opening, and, and I don't know how to open them, but, but sometimes it's really just as simple as wanting it, wanting and saying, this is what I'm wanting to create, this is the direction that I'm wanting to go, these are the answers that I'm wanting to find, and just directing yourself towards that. You were just saying that about... Right. Mm -hmm. me, um, me, I need to move out of the city. I need to like get out of a lot of this like energetic, uh, pollution that is happening here. And, um, and we were just having this conversation just right before we went live about really, it's just about like, instead of focusing on what is not working about that, just focusing on the direction that I'm wanting to go and what it is that I'm wanting to create. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're going to share with us, but I do, I want to talk about the sound because uh, I was just remembering it when you were talking about it. So, you know, we're talking about sound, talking about your body as an instrument. Um, you know, for people to go to sound baths, there's reasons why they have all those different sound bowls. Like each one of those sound bowls has a different key and each one of your chakras resonates with a different key. And we have energy that, it, it, that moves around that sound. So there's energy that can get stuck in your chakra that needs that sound to release it, you know, all of that. But... Um, 
also in this culture, like we're so afraid of using our voices. I talk about this with women and playing drums and all of that. Like we don't move, we don't dance. Some of us do, some of us are creative and like they already know how to release that, but a lot of us don't. We don't move, we don't dance, we don't use our voices, we don't sing. And so that's not just for, you know, just like fun and singing out loud in this um, sound activation that you were leading last weekend. I mean, it was really about going all the way down on all the way through your chakra system and vibrating these sounds as ugly even as we thought that they might be and vibrating them and being loud about them. And it changed just completely like got stuff that was stuck out of there for me. And like, I also sing, but it's just like, we, um, it's not, it's just not a common practice that we fully like use our voice. So please talk about that because that was so powerful for me. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I'm so happy you got so much out of it. Well, uh, my, my, my line of thought goes back to childlike child, being a child. When we came into this world that we knew everything that we needed to know <laughs> and we're, we're coming right back to that, that innocence uh, that of, of just allowing that play, that divine play to move through us. And we forgot, we forgot how to play because we got so serious, so serious about this whole thing. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's really just that. Yeah, allowing, allowing ourselves to move our bodies, to trust that we know how to move our bodies in the way that we need to move our bodies to really feel a deeper connection to our bodies so that we can connect to ourselves, connect to you, connect to this world, connect to this planet so it doesn't, so we don't feel disconnected and, and unaware and droning out on actually what we're doing to it. We just can't even feel it. That's where the, the distortion comes in and people like do massive, crazy things, crazy, very dark, weird things. They just can't even see it because there's this fog and this disconnection. So, so it's really just coming back to the self and, and allowing yourself to play with yourself. So moving your body, activating the powerful instrument of your voice, your sound. Honestly, all of the healing modalities has led me into the most powerful express, like activation, which is the chakra, the medicine of your own voice to speak your truth, to speak with, with courage and, and not be scared to, to mess it up because that's the beauty. The crooked lines are so beautiful, you know? So allowing just whenever some kind of sensation comes up in your body, not running away from it, but using your, your voice as a healing instrument to go deeper and deeper into it and just make a sound, make a sound because that vibration will move that energy and it will activate you into fuller presence, fuller expression, fuller color. So we, we, get to, we get to play with these things and they're here for us, but we have to pick up the paintbrush to make the mark. The canvas is so beautiful and pure and white and it's almost like, like that was my kind of thing is like, it's already perfect. Why would I even touch it, <laughs> you know? It's, but, but how beautiful are the colors and the lines and the expressions and how, how when we come into rhythm and harmony, we get to weave with one another and come back into this, like, beauty of creation, you know? And 
th this comes to the, the work that I was guided to really come deeper into is I am here to, to honor and honor the sacred marriage between spirit and matter and honor this vibration. It's not materialism, it's spiritualism to wear and adorn yourself and activate yourself in different ways. This is the, the soul styling. So you go deep into your soul and you pull out the material and the mediums that help you align yourself into the divine expression of your sacred avatar so we can play here in the form. That's why we came here is, is to work a, on direction of energy and, and activate our creator consciousness and play in our senses to feel, to be, to just be in the play of life. <laughs> My whole body is like tingling when you're saying all of this. Yes. <laughs> so, so I was, so I've been guided to, um, in such a beautiful way. I mean, honestly, like spirit has such a, a wonderful sense of humor <laughs> and the way that she the way that she brought this whole um, guidance in is is really through the locking of the spirit um, so what I started with and it's really just the tip of the iceberg of what is opening up um, we are the canvas right and we're playing in this divine creation and the art is us. So activating that channel by, active, by, by attuning your intention into a physical anchor that honors that remembrance. And it basically creates an embodiment of what you are calling forth. So you're claiming it. You're claiming this deep ancestral root of your intention of what you need to alchemize your frequency, right? You're feeling, we're feeling these energy that's percolating around us. It's this powerful vibration of our higher selves that is just coming in and you're like, it's almost here. It's almost here. I can feel it. I can feel it. And then it's like, okay, come into the coding and say, what do you need to alchemize? What words, what spell? do you need to help you um, reprogram what is not serving you any longer? Thank you for the teaching. Thank you for, for, for bringing this truth into my body through, through the trauma and the pain. But most of all, thank you for leaving me. Thank you for being me. Thank you for teaching me. Thank you for leaving me. And that's the process of, 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 of just going through the cycles and the patterns, you know? So the spirit lock is, is a really powerful um, a tool. It's a, it's a magical tool that you activate. We are channels. We are like these very powerful channels to direct energy and energy moves through matter. And we are, we are conductors of the, the, that frequency and that energy. So, um, energy gets trapped into matter. Like you can feel it sometimes, like say like you go into like an old house, maybe some things happened in that house, kind of little haunted, maybe a little scary, right? There's some kind of trapped energy that's in that space. So we can walk into these spaces that are the, those energies get trapped into things. And we are also these 
sacred matter, these things, and it can also get trapped in our bodies, right? These different energetic um, entities of, of a certain frequency that we're repeating, right? So just going into these spaces and taking the right to control the energy and moving that energy with love and grace. I am you. I love you. Thank you for teaching me. Go be, be free and transmute. I allow you to transmute back into the light that you are. Thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. I am you, <laughs> you know, and then you just, we just gain our strength. We gain, we gain that courage and we gain our courage to go deeper and deeper into those shadows. And they're so beautiful here to, to help us. I love my shadow, you know? Yeah. Well, we need to, it's part of us. Yeah. But so, yeah, so just as we have the power to release, and then you're also saying that we have the power to control Invocate. and call that energy and bring some light energy into your physical expression and hold it here so that you can work with it. Yeah. And especially the hair. The hair is a very sacred tool. The hair is a lot like crystals. Like crystals vibrate at a very powerful frequency. Like you can feel them. They hold this energy. Like when you start attuning just a little bit to it, you feel it. Like you're like, wow, there's, there's something happening here. And hair has the same kind of thing. It like... Um, it, it holds energy. It like everything that's around you comes into your hair. You transform through your hair. Like you go through these different phases of life and expressions and your hair starts changing color and get, and, and, and you, you might shave your whole head off and like really come into like the purity. And that's something that, that I want to talk about because it's like, we, we get to play with the form. We get to use it to find these different characters that are within us that want to be expressed right so we we get to play in in this 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 beautiful expression of ourselves but it's a it's a union it's a union between spirit and matter and it always goes back to spirit it always goes back to the energy so the process is also like you take on all of these beautiful expressions of life as we're here and then we release it and let it go and become back to that pure canvas back to the purity as we embody it so when we release like i'm going through a phase and i've taken people through phases where it's full metamorphosis where first you go into like a full expression activating all of these divine codes and like your 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 avatar like who who are you? What the high priestess? What energies do you want to activate? What ancestry do you want to culminate and bring back into to life, into yourself? And, and you get to play and be that. And then when you activate that, become it, you also send that energy out into your toroidal field where other people resonate by, by just looking at me, looking at you through the senses. And then they basically get they send that frequency back to me. So it's almost like a hacking of um, manifestation. You're, you're embodying it. You're wearing certain clothes that activate you more into that expression because you're doing it in a conscious, you're consciously creating, and then you're sending that out, and then it comes back to you. So it amplifies that energy within us. But then when we come into that full, full expression, it's like the release, the release of it is very important too. So 
basically going into the full expression and then cutting the hair completely off and coming into that into that um, purity of I am all of it. I don't need to try to be it. I just am all of it. You know, and this is pure. This is raw. This is the innocence that that we're coming that 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 is the the beauty of coming into full expression of the light. The light holds all the colors of of the rainbow, which are all the expressions. And then the black is the rest. It's the nothingness, the non-expression, the 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 meditation, the silence. You know, so it's like we need those. Otherwise, we're going to get burnt out. That's true. I, I hope that anyone who's listening to this on uh, just the audio podcast later um, takes the opportunity to go and find our video on YouTube on the Silver Lake Priestess podcast channel, because just looking at spirit, looking at you, all of the things that you're talking about with this experience, it's happening. Like it's happening. I can see you, all of the color that is there around you and on you and all of the energy that you are working with. And I know that you have all these crystals in your hair and just, you know, all of it. Um, it is, it's very activating and it's powerful and it's exciting. And it causes the other person who is like interacting with you and seeing all this to remember these things about themselves as well. Cause it's just another one of the programs that people wear like what t-shirts and jeans and even all black and like, you know, all of that. And it's kind of like, um, like I myself totally fall into that. Like I'm somebody who wears a lot of black, but I live in the city. Um, it's just kind of like the way I wear this like uniform black and then I'll kind of like decorate around it. Um, but even just like always wearing black that can get into like a routine and which is kind of the reason why I liked it because then it, that part is uniform, but you're not conscious then about it. Like you're not conscious and intentional about like, what, how are you feeling? What are you trying to bring out? What are you trying to activate in your field around you? What are you trying to create? What are you trying to call in? And all of these pieces are part of it. Like, what does your body feel like in the clothes that you're wearing, even when you're walking? Like, even just think about like shoes, if you're wearing flip-flops or tennis shoes, the way that you're going to walk or high heels, right? Those like three different kinds, the way that you're going to walk, that you're going to move your hips, hold your spine, uh, relax, not relax, any of that is going to be totally dictated by those shoes that you're wearing. So you might want to wear certain shoes for something specific, like a way that you're like wanting to move your body and then, you know, one for the other, but the clothes are the same way. Like, are, do you, are you bound in ways that you shouldn't be? Is your are your clothes like really free and flowing because you need them to be like, what's going on with your hair? What colors are you wearing? And what, um, what uh, pieces of like earth are you wearing on you? Like, are you wearing stuff that is like synthetic? Are you wearing plastic? Are you wearing metals? What metals are you wearing? Are you wearing stones? And even like, you know, on your face, it just goes beyond like, you know, just typical makeup. But like, what are you wearing like on you that could is activating for somebody else? And so this is exciting for me because I have just, I'll have a whole thing with color and I'm like always wanting to dye my hair all these colors and then I don't because I'm afraid. And, um, but when you experience somebody else who is being creative, like with their whole being and they're experiencing it for themselves, but then also it's like part of their offering. It is, it's, it's such a needed experience. It's, it is like we, we need to be creative. It unlocks so many other parts of ourselves. And then when we don't see ourselves as creative or we don't allow ourselves to be creative or we don't take the time to think that like that's important to invest time or uh, intention or even money in, right? 
it's all of these things are important. So like, I appreciate all of this, you know, it's kind of just like a rerouting the perspective, just kind of offering that like, Hey, all of these things are really important. All of these things are really part of it. And you do that just in the way that you're showing up with the work that you're doing with your own energy and like showing up with all of this vibrant color. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, our our voice, uh, our breath, uh, our voice is a prayer. Our breath is a prayer. The way that we connect to our materials around us is a prayer. Everything that we do is a prayer. What are we praying for? You know, that's the question. Right. Right. And, because we're praying either way. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. We're praying either way. Either we're way. creating we're either way. Either consciously creating or unconsciously creating. Right. Either that program is creating for you, the program that you just choose to to subscribe to, or like unconsciously it just is because we're all exposed to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it really is about activating the divine avatar into the physical expression by design, like soul styling and coming deeper and deeper into that expression. And the spirit locks give you, give give us like a connection, an embodied essence to harness within our physical DNA, with our physical bodies to activate this channel. And I've literally like sat in meditation and held onto my crystals and they have started vibrating like intensely in my hand because we are programming them. The more that we program into the physical, into our bodies, into the material, the, the, the higher the, the um, alchemization, the higher the frequency of that rises up, right? So it's about bringing that conscious awareness and bringing sacred meditation, sacred um, ritual around around creating that's really what shifted when i started just doing all of these altars and seeing all forms coming together in such a sacred beautiful way and look look into nature nature is the book of life like it's teaching us how to live we we'd say oh where's the book of life there it is look at a tree you know ground the roots down receive and then the fruit will come the fruit will just flourish out. We're so deeply supported. And we just, we, we, we forget that. We forget how loved we are, you know? So it's just like us remembering that and then reprogramming it. And every single time those words, those ideas come up because they're on a loop. They're on a loop. And they, this loop has been probably going for a really long time. It's an individual loop. It's a collective loop. And it's distorted. And the crystalline dream weavers are here to uncode this loop and bring that light language back online. This is light language. And it, spe- and it speaks through many tongues, right? This is the way to like open up that field and forget what is right or what is wrong and just be in the beauty of the magic of creation, the unknown, right? When you think you know, that's when, when things can get a little bit in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, right? Um, okay, so a couple things. Uh, well, I was going to ask, you know, so the light language, yeah. um, for those of you who like haven't heard of light language, what I want to say about it is that it, it's always been present. 
but it's coming through. It's really coming through many people right now. And do you feel like this is because of like the level of consciousness is people are so open. There's this, like this, you know, this, the awareness that people have nowadays. I mean, this is not the same awareness that we were dealing with even 10 years ago. Well, it's the flower of life. You know, it's those connecting points, those high meridians. When we, when we turn our, um, uh, our vibration and our consciousness online to a certain understanding, um, it starts connecting another person's and another person's. Like the way that I speak about the same thing that we're all talking about is different than everybody else. And my, my way will trigger a certain reaction that will activate a, another dormant code, right? So we're, it's very important for us to activate all of our different layers within this, within this understanding, because then the flower of life starts growing and the code of that, of that, of that energy starts multiplying be faster and faster between our consciousness that we're speaking mm. to each other through energy. That is our native language. And, and when we, and there's a critical mass, I for, kind of forget the number, but there's a certain critical mass of, of people that you reach when our consciousness basically arrives to that point of that elevation of, of understanding um, unity consciousness, basically that fifth dimension vi understand of uh, vision. And basically when we reach that point, it's like in a millisecond, everybody's consciousness will shift because the grid will be so strong. Hmm. This is so interesting. You know, it makes me think about <clears throat> different religious groups of people that are always trying to get everyone, you know, to believe the same thing. Mm -hmm. I bet at the root of that, that's what that is, is getting everybody to have this same sort of awareness oh, so yeah. that this like evolution, this rise happens. Yeah, it's, I mean, the codes are available to everyone. It's just, yeah, that's where, you know, some, it's, it's <laughs> the universe knows, doesn't, only knows yes, right? And so whatever you want, that is what it's going to be. And uh, it doesn't take favorites because it all, it's, you know, it goes back to that wholeness. But what do we want to, what do we want to create, you know? What do we want to create? We've already seen what we don't want to create. You know, right. look, look, what, look what Hitler did with all his power. Look how many people with a person that has such a line of focus and drive and activating so, ma so many. He had a lot of the, the divine codes within him, but he wasn't, you know, coming from a clear channel, not, the, not a clear channel of the light. It wasn't light language, right? And look how much power and, and persuasion and, and connection he, could, he brought in. You know, I appreciate uh, what he has taught us because mm -hmm. we don't want to repeat that, right? Because this is a gift. This is such a beautiful gift for us to really breathe, you know, and be here and, and, and experience the wonder, the magic of creation that we are. And, you know, it's, it's the, the beautiful thing about it is it's just going to keep going. I mean, mm. <laughs> if we do destroy this whole thing, we're just going to keep doing it again and again and again. But 
you know, let's have fun. Let's let's like end like end the suffering and end the misery. We don't have to have a struggle. It can be rhythmic, you know, and we can find the beauty in the pain of it all. And you know? move through, move through the move through the struggle. So struggle yes. over here, that's part of it. It's like moving through. Right. Um, you know, I talk a lot about sacred purpose mm-hmm. and that's part of also what you were just talking about, you know, all these people um, on the flower of life grid, um, you know, and everybody has a different message. Even if it's the same information, it's, it's we're all activating each other differently mm-hmm. and we all have from our lives, from our struggles, from our pain points, from all of these things, that's, that's how we become activated. It's how we become, it's how we learn, right? It's how we learn how to move this through the struggle. It's how we learn what we don't want. So then now we can like powerfully create what we want. All of this really is like such an exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're, um, we're talking about all this, but like specifically for the people that want to work with you, like how, tell us, how do we get a spirit lock and what, uh, I know that there's like a whole ceremony and all of that that's part of it. So, um, yeah, what is it that you do specifically with people that they can reach out and they're like, okay, can you help me start to work with this process? Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, so basically, I, I do really love starting with the spirit lock. I think that's the key to unlocking this energy that, that you're calling forth and the embodiment of that energy by bringing it into the physical form of who you are, um, that constant reminder. So we, we work with um, a guided meditation that really goes deeper into your subconscious, under your, into your understanding of what you are casting into creation. And bringing that forward through a light language activation, sound healing, and then we pick the materials, we get to play with all the the objects, then the objects come. So when we have that clear vision of what we want to program, then we bring in the objects because then they start communicating with us Mm -hmm. and telling us like, this is, this is the vibration that will help you. This is the type of stone, the lapis lazuli is what you need for your royal connection. You know, like all these different things will start coming into play, the colors of your spirit lock, right? And um, then, I, then we create it and, and, and I, I, you embody it. So you have choices to do one spirit lock, a multiple of spirit locks and do a full metamorphosis. Um, and this down- is your hair, you guys. This, what she's talking about is like, it's going in your hair because not everybody can see us. This becomes yeah. part of your hair. This is like, you're not... It's like, I've been asked many, many times, like, will you make one and I can detach it and attach it? Of course I can make it, but I'm not going to because mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a very potent energy and powerful energy when you release and let go of one piece of your hair. And it brings up a lot, like getting your hair cut, letting go of the body, letting go of Shempa, unhealthy attachment to the physical form through this, but you're, you're adding so much more expression, so much more truth to yourself and intention. It's a, it's almost feels like a training wheels of how to work with energy. That's really what it feels like. It's a magic wand that is connected to your head. That's amplified through a crystal and intention setting. So this is just the top, top layer of like what it means to, what, the, what this process that I take people through to activate and embody their divine avatar. So 
um, Divine Your Avatar is basically a series that I'm that I'm going to be opening up, and I do I do individual work with people, but I also do group ceremonies where we basically make sacred tools to activate our divine essence into physical form. So the tools can vary from from anything depending on what you want it to be doing. Do you want it to be a healing tool or a clearing tool or do you pro, are you programming it for focus or or whatever it is the the energy that comes into clarity is and then we make a headpiece, a high 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 priestess crown right and we do a crowning ceremony a whole like we've had like here at the lunar sphere this like magical temple uh <laughs> i live on top of an avocado orchard that is basically a dome it's like a, a an activated mer- meridian of healing and, and magic and we do a lot of work here from um, plant medicine to to um sacred sister circles and uh and we do these art initiations, these activations through creation. So you're, I would be, I will teach you how to create these beautiful epic pieces that you infuse conscious intention into, and then we basically have a ceremony where you completely embody that. You embody your divine avatar. How do you walk? How do you breathe? How do you talk? How do you use this object? And with with many allies of different sorts that we work with that energy and we activate it within ourselves so it really helps us come to a clarity of like how we want to work with our healing energy how do we want to play in this game of life yeah so i'm so excited um I'm doing it. I mean, I, I've had um, I've had some locks in my hair before, and this is one of the things that I saw you um, posting. I have, I have to interject for one second because um, my battery is actually about to die. Okay, so let's wrap up. Yeah. Well, I could I could just yeah I'm just gonna plug it in really quick. Uno minutos, yeah, por favor. Okay. Un momento. Well, I'll just like share but you my can story. Share that story. Yeah. yeah. I'll share I this. I, story. I think I heard it. <laughs> um. So I've had some locks in my hair before um, in different places because I was trying them out. And um, I am somebody who has always wanted to, you know, lock my whole hair and have like elf locks, fairy locks, they're also called. Um, But because the hair is something that is so important to me, you know, I have long hair. I believe that like all of your magic, all of your protection, all of your energy is in your hair. And I am so sensitive. I'm someone that if I do cut just a small amount off my hair I can feel it and it it has thrown me off at times so I'm now I do much more of a practice where you know every so many months I just you know cut a little bit off of the bottom but so the idea of locking my whole hair I know that eventually I'm going to want to get rid of all of that because um I'm somebody that just tends towards freedom like that's kind of the direction that like I go maybe more frequently than others. Like I like to be free from things. I like to, I like to let go of what has been routine and what has been normal. Um, and especially with hair, like I need to feel it. So anyway, I had some locks and, um, and I did have to cut them off and I have some, you know, one that I saved and then the other ones, you know, I did ritual with them and I let them go. Um, so when you, when I've been just watching your creative process on your Instagram of the, uh, the, 
doing locks with different people and just talking about them anyway. It's just, I get this like whole tingling in me and then I'm just like, oh, there's so much too that I'm creating and manifesting right now. And um, that this is just, this is like exactly something that I'm, I'm wanting to create. So uh, I, like all of it speaks to me, like the, the ceremony and um, I have certain crystals that I want to bring and um and it also, it just feels a little bit different than just kind of like making a choice about like locking your hair and not locking your hair, like creating a magical tool that is also part of the hair that's connected to you that you're using for a specific purpose. Um, anyway, I'm super excited about that and going to be um, coming. I think that uh, June and I are going to come together and do a ceremony with you together. Um, but I, but so I know that you also do, uh, you do this like in a group ceremony, people can do one-on-one with you. They can do group. Um, and then I, and, and in our ceremony, I mean, you played the ditch for us. There was like sound healing activation. I know that there's like wound clearing ceremonies, like all these things that are happening. Um, Tell us where in the world you are so that people can come and find you. And then my other question is going to be, do you travel? Have you done any traveling with any of this so that you can access people? Yeah. yeah. So I live, my home base is in the, this magical lunar sphere, which is in Vista, California. So it's like kind of near San Diego, about 20 minutes or 30, 40 minutes from Encinitas. And I live, it's an activated community house where healers, shamans, magicians, different different sorts of uh, beautiful beings, uh, um, fairies live here. So (laughs) um, we we collaborate in a lot of beautiful ways together. Um, And we're all about also bringing in the community. We love hosting other people's workshops in this space and and really um, passing that torch and and, and activating one another to rise to this this beautiful, mystical presence of ourselves, you know, that that really wants to come through, you know. And uh, that's what, you know, the universe keeps showing to me and showing to us is just show up. Just show up every step of the way and, and don't get in the way of how it's going to happen that's the fun part that we co-create with the divine and they get they throw us all these beautiful twists and turns in our lives i'm really excited to uh, co-facilitate some workshops up there with you i mean i have uh, i have all these ideas i'm like ooh, i want to also be doing you know this kind of like transformational workshop that i do with women and we dance yeah. with snakes and we play drums and it's like we do womb womb work and then to like have a spirit lock at the end to just really like anchor in this work that we're doing. Like, um, you know, I help people get, start to discover their sacred purpose. Cause that's yeah. the thing. It's, it's when you're saying like, all we have to do is just be, that's the whole thing about life. It's like, it's already with us. Like who we are, what we're meant to do, all of it. It's just like, you know, when the butter, when the caterpillars are caterpillars before they're butterflies, they have their wings already. They're on their back. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, it has to go into the chrysalis and it liquefies and it's like they're total shapeshifters, right? They like go through the hole, but the wings, they're already there. It's like, that's part of the like fullest expression of that being in its life. It's going to use those wings. And we're just like that. And it's like, our wings are with us always through our whole experience. And it's just about us really honoring our experience and looking at our own life and saying, okay, so 
like, what has my life been teaching me who I am? Like, how has life been training me? Like you were talking about a training and exercise. How has life been like working me out for these strengths? You know, how, who did I realize that I was in really traumatic situations or painful situations or when I was in the program and it's just all about, you know, it's just about the choice. It's just about when you're ready and we're all feeling the calling. We are feeling it and it starts little and then it gets stronger. And these are all tools. So all of these, you know, all these women like you that I am bringing on the show, these are all, we are all tools for each other. We are all activators for each other. All of us, all of you that are listening us here, like we all have a purpose, a purpose to serve for each other and for different people. And each one of us is as valuable. And I say this to women too, when we sit in the circle, we each have a seat in the circle. It's just, just because I might be leading it It's not a circle like if everyone isn't there, right? Every single person that is in there, every share, every even just the energy that is inside that's not fully shared, it's all real. It's all present and all exists all the time. And so it's just about us really like learning to honor ourselves. And this is part of it. Like honor yourself and your being and your energy and your intention and your purpose. And there's ways that you can work with this energy and ways that you can activate it. And for all levels, you can have never done anything like this before. And this could sound like wild and crazy, but it's calling to you. Or maybe it makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And that means it's calling to you. Or you can be someone that like experiences all these things. I'm kind of like that in my life where I'm like, okay, I've experienced tons of these things and whatever. And like, I could probably do it myself, but the Think about what's going on now and all of this expression and also what I believe that we're all for each other. I'm like, I am totally going to go and experience the magic of that person. hundred percent. Absolutely. That is only going to like teach me and amplify what it is that I'm doing. And then I myself honoring this person's expression is going to amplify what it is that they're doing. And so anyway, I invite everyone who's listening to that feels called to get in touch with you. Like, let's go all have a ceremony together. Um, just, I've seen the headdresses that she makes and just, I mean, your art is just, you know, just as in itself, just to view what it is that you've done is like so magical and activating in itself. Um, but yeah, I'll let you share. If there's anything else that you would love to share, I'm just so happy that you've joined us. And like, I love our conversations. They just, they get me all excited and thank you so much for being you. Uh, thank you for this opportunity to 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 step up and share myself in a more in in a more open way and and, and you know I just I just keep going into the fear because I know that the fear is my greatest friend and it, right behind that fear is the greatest truth that lies right behind it. So just plunging forward and being open, honest, and loving to myself through this process of awakening and allowing other parts of myself to shine through and hold space for other people. Like, I love what you were talking about, the the co-creation, because um, co-creation is my favorite thing to do because it's honestly the truth of everything. (laughs) Like, I am co-created, my breath, my bones, my every little fragment of who I am, and the the air that I breathe, the food that is given to me. Like, this is all a divine co-creation. Like, there is no you in me like this is this is this is what we are creating here so to really let go of that ego and and 
play in the game of, of co-creation and, and step into that divine flow, magic starts happening. It, it, they, you know, we say if there's one gathered, there's two gathered and three and four, and we really activate our divine presence within, within the space. We, we are magic. And when we come together and vibrate together, it amplifies. We go back to that, you know, to the flower of life of what we're really here and doing. So I would like to talk to you a little bit about this other whole um, energy that is really starting to come in. And it's part of my divine avatar. My full expression is, yes, oh my God, being of service. When I'm of service, I am like, I, there's no difference between service, receiving, and giving. It's the same thing. Because when I'm giving well, to you, I'm activating myself, right? So that, that is just like, I love working with people and doing these one-on-one um, co-creation um, art in, initiations, you know, into this magic. Um, and then also coming back into myself and I'm like, well, what is my divine avatar wanting to really express, right? And that's really an important part to balance and always come back to that because that fuels more of what I can give to you. So um, like I was saying in the beginning, uh, my, my passion is really, you know, stepping into the art of creation and being one with the performance. Performance art was something that like... I, I went to New York. I had I got my BFA in the Bachelor's of Fine Art. I did painting first, and then quickly I moved into sculpture because I wanted to feel it. I wanted to touch it. I wanted to be more part of it. And then right when I got out, I became a performance artist. And it was like, oh, of course, it's like I I, I am the art, I, and this is like so activating. And then when I realized that I'm not. I was feeling separate. I stepped down because I honor the, the, the creation. And now, it's only now is starting to come in that next version, that next layer of what um, is my art to come through. And it really is prayer formance. Prayer formance activations where I'm not performing. I'm, I'm prayer forming. And I'm working with the divine of, of magic that just moves through me. So it's this practice really to step out of the way and let the spirit let the spirit move through me to 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 use me as a vessel of of expression but the only reason i'm able to really do that now is because i had to go through my own process of healing to channel clearly cuz i i can work with shadow energy but it's too of service of service of the light right being of service of the light so we get to play with all these different characters that we are. I mean, just moving through so many archetypes and activating all of these different ancient codes into creation and basically holding these spaces, these interactive um, ceremonial transformational um, sensory experiences that are prayer formance and we're all doing it together. It's a co-creative experience. So that is just starting to blossom into expression. So I'm really excited to be sharing more of that with you guys. Um, and in that opening of things, I would like to also invite anyone that is called to come and be a part of this really beautiful, all 
It's an all-night gong uh, ceremony. It's for this um, solstice that's happening next weekend, and it's going to be at the World Beat Center. Um, and there's just beautiful beings that I'm co-creating and collaborating with, and there's going to be definitely a lot of uh, light language activations and prayer formants. I'm going to be doing some mystical mystical fire dancing, and it's going to be a pretty pretty epic experience. So I'll throw a link in there. And if you guys are interested in coming, I would love to, to feel you, have you, and play with you. <laughs> that the- sounds super fun. Is that on Friday or Saturday? It's a Saturday at 4 p.m. at the World Beat Center. And it's like a whole like catered thing. You're going to eat. You're going to do kundalini. You're going to basically receive, a, there's multiple gongs and you're going to be receiving like a, a gong, like a sound healing bath with these like, forget what it's called, like a light code. There's this light crystal light code thing that's going to be flashing with sacred geometry on you all night long. And and basically we wake up and do Kundalini and uh, yeah, sacred ritual. Uh, It's going to be pretty beautiful and epic. Sounds amazing. Yes, definitely. Thank you for sharing that with us. So, okay, let's just take a deep breath in everyone together. All of this. So grateful for everything that you've shared and for meeting you here on this planet at this time. I'm so excited for all of the work that you're doing. I'm so excited to be part of it and um, excited for all of you to also come and be part of this community. Everything is just growing and there's, there's room for everyone to like activate and also uh, start serving in these ways as well. So, um, okay, I love you, sister. Thank you so much. And with that, we're going to get going. So, um, blessed be. Blessed be. I love you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome.